Recent news stories have cast Facebook in a less-than-flattering light. But can the social media platform be dangerous to us? Our next guest says the answer depends on how you use it. Elaine Park is the author of The Habits of Unity, 12 Months to a Stronger America, One Citizen at a Time. Elaine, in what ways can social media platforms such as Facebook be dangerous for users? It could be dangerous if users are irresponsible and choose to feed themselves messages that make them mentally unhealthy. So this would be things that make people feel upset, angry, helpless? Yes. So what do you do if perhaps you have a close family member on Facebook and you don't want to reject them? How do you deal with something like that where that person is making you feel very upset every day? You just send them a quick message on your social media saying, I love you dearly, but that's not something I want to talk about or bring into my head. Do you foresee government stepping in at some point to perhaps modify the content of these social media platforms? Well, you know, it's kind of a catch-22, Chris. There's so many ways in which, you know, we don't want big government. And then suddenly, you know, boo-hoo, we haven't got the self-responsibility or the ability to be accountable ourselves. And we want to blame the government for allowing a company to give us this stuff. When in fact, we don't have to choose to see it or read it at all. I've sort of developed a new concept, which I think might grow rapidly around the country. And that we need to think in terms of what I call mental nutrition. I mean, just like how careful we are with our nutrition of our bodies. Our minds can get just as sick as our bodies and often from what it is we take in. So that we are in a time now where every single citizen in this country really needs to think seriously about what it is they are mentally taking into their minds and what is it doing to them. That's their own responsibility. If somebody says, I heard this woman on the radio and she really made sense and I'm going to do mental nutrition, I'm going to be positive and have only good things coming in. After a while, it's kind of like a diet or exercise. It tends to kind of fall back. You get back in the rut of the mental junk food, I guess you might say. But you have a system that you've developed in your book that will kind of keep people connected with their humanity. Can you talk about that? Absolutely, Chris. This is not about habits. There are jillions of books about habits, starting with Stephen Covey. But this is not a book about habits. This is a habit-forming book. So there are 365 daily motivationals that take just a minute or less to read. And those motivationals are divided into sets of 12. And the 12 is one month at a time. So each month has a habit. This month, the habit happens to be be patient and listen. Maybe today's motivational is about being patient with your kids. Maybe it's about road rage. But by the end of a whole month with one minute a day on improving your patient and listening, you can turn being more patient and having better listening skills into a habit in your own life of getting along better with one another around this country. And boy, do we need that. Yeah, what would you say to parents who maybe want to get their kids thinking this way? Because children, or young people, I should say, are sometimes driven to suicide by social media. It can have a very devastating effect. There's bullying on social media. How would you advise parents to deal with this? 
The most important thing a parent can do for their children is to teach them self-empowerment skills, that they have responsibility for their lives, that they have choices, that they have value, and this helps them be resistant to actually targeted bullying. I mean, honestly, in many ways, I think this country has more adult bullies than it has kid bullies, to tell you the truth. I mean, we've all become kind of a bunch of spoiled brats over this. Our forefathers kind of let us down in that they wrote a bill of rights, but they never wrote a bill of responsibilities. So we've become a country that's just so caught up with how we ought to have our rights about this and about that and about everybody's clamoring for their rights. But nobody's thinking about how we need to be responsible as a person who is privileged to be a citizen of a democracy. Elaine Park, author of The Habits of Unity, 12 Months to a Stronger America, One Citizen at a Time. Elaine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Chris. It was my pleasure. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pair.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.